When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am your girl, Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Rita and Glenn slash Glenn and Rita on Sundays on 105.7 The Fam with my guy Cordell Woodland of Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fam. Todd Munkin press conference happened uh, on Tuesday and, you know, uh, uh, very encouraging, Cordell. I I felt like, you know, he said a lot of things and, and based on the reaction from fans on social media, I think that he he won one here. Uh, with the fan base and, and and maybe the media as well. Um, what did you think about overall what what his press conference went like? Yeah, I thought it was a you know a good first day. He he said all the right things. Um, it, it almost is like that first date, you know, when you go and meet with somebody and they're they're giving you the best version of themselves, right? They're saying all the right things. They're they're they're, they're showing you. Um, everything that you want to see out of what you've been looking for. And I think right now, out of everything Todd Munkin said in that presser, he, he said pretty much everything that I think Ravens fans wanted to hear. He's a guy that emphasizes touchdowns, uh, number one, which we didn't get to see a lot of in Baltimore this year. Uh, but he's emphasizing touchdowns. He's emphasizing spacing. Um, he's emphasizing uh, up-tempo. Um, he, he wants to force defenses to cover every blade of grass, which I think you look at this passing game the last few years is defenses haven't had to do that. Um, and I, 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 found, I found myself really liking and appreciating everything Todd Munkin said. And I, I thought it was a slam dunk of a hire, even before the press conference. I, I really thought that the, I think the Ravens got their guy uh, with Munkin, but I, I got to, I, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. I don't know, you know, because at the end of the day, Todd Munkin doesn't play the games. He's not the one stepping on the field. Um, I think he, I if, if he can actually get the offense to mirror what he said in the press conference, the Ravens will have a top 10 offense this, this upcoming season. I mean, if they could actually execute everything that he talked about in that presser, they'll be great. Um, but it's still a lot of personnel issues on the team, still question marks, obviously, at quarterback. Um, so a lot of those things have to be figured out. But just from what he can control, just from the Todd Munkin coaching standpoint, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I, I also think that in February, every move looks good. Um, but this one, this one I really do like. You look at Todd Munkin stops around throughout his career, um, a lot of the things that he said in this press conference, there's evidence of him actually doing it at his past stops. That's the good part. Um, the fact that he can kind of adjust based off of the situations. He doesn't need to have a lot at his disposal 
to get the maximum uh, outcome out of out of that product. That the proof of that was in Georgia the last couple of years as they won back to back national championships with a walk on quarterback and not much at the at the skill positions. Um, so I, I am intrigued a lot by Todd Munkin. I want to see what this offense looks like as, you know, an up-tempo offense looks like with him. I really am intrigued with him with the space. And he took a lot of words out of my mouth that I think I've said on this podcast that I've said on my show, just in terms of when you look at offenses around the National Football League, the really good offenses at least, the common factor is that everybody's a threat. Every every option in the pass game is a threat. People look at the Chiefs and they're wondering how Patrick Mahomes can have an MVP season after losing his best receiver in Tyreek Hill. And the answer is that they have put him in a position to succeed because they have, number one, they I think that they have, everybody thinks that the Chiefs have this extravagant type of passing offense to where it's so complicated. I think it's the complete opposite. I think their offense is extremely basic. I think that they simplify it for the quarterback and they base it off of reads and they base it off of matchups. That's another key word that Todd Munkin used in the press conference was matchups. It's all about the matchups. Um, and I don't think the Ravens did a good enough job last year of exploiting some of the matchups that, that they were getting. Proof is in the pudding, Rita. We can go back to that Steelers game where the Steelers are daring the Ravens to throw the ball. Yep. And they would not do it. They would not do it. So that, in, I mean, the fact that they're putting nine in the box is, I mean, that should be a matchup night. In 2022, you're going up against a defense that's putting eight, nine in the box. That's yeah. unheard of. Yeah. And, and so I, I have I have enough uh, faith in Todd Munkin that he will be able to maximize what defenses give him. He'll be able to get more out of the guys on this roster, the way it's currently constructed. Now, I'm not saying that the Ravens don't need to add more. They obviously do. But I think if you put Tom Munkin as the offensive coordinator for the 2022 Ravens, the outcome is a lot different than it was. Um, I, I just I just really believe that this is a player's coach. I believe that he's a guy that listens to his players, number one. And I think he wants to, he said it in the presser, he, he likes to do things that the players want to do. He talked about a lot of what he, what football was like coming up for him and how he would love to go back to that, but he knows what works for these guys. And, you know, he doesn't seem like a, a coach that has an ego to me. He seems like a guy that's, that's there to get it done, to put points on the scoreboard. And um, I, I, I think he's going to do, a, the best job that we've seen in a while in Baltimore in, in terms of putting his guys in, in positions to succeed. You talked about um, balance and uh, in the press conference, uh, Todd Munkin brought up um, offensive philosophy and he was asked about, you know, what his philosophy was in terms of balance. And this is what he had to say regarding that. You know, I think when they say adapt to the personnel you have, let's start off by this. Everything works better with really good personnel. So let's start with that. And what you realize is that good football still is surrounded by don't turn it over, be explosive, score touchdowns in the red zone, be good on third downs, and athletic quarterbacks that make off-schedule plays. The rest of it just falls into that. That's the analytical part. 
So I think this is something that, you know, you you really wanted to hear because prior to coming into um, the Ravens or even Georgia, for that matter, you know, Munkin had been on record saying he likes to pass the ball, but but ultimately he just wants to win games. So he knows that passing the ball isn't going to always be what he does. Right. And so, um, you know, he talked. The one thing I really liked about 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 him is just that you can tell this is a guy that like really loves football. That's very um, smart. And like you said, he all he cares about is scoring and whatever it's going to take for him to do that, whether it's passing the ball, whether it's running the ball, whether, you know, they got to spread the, the field, whether they got to use the RPOs. He, he doesn't care how they're going to do it, how it needs to be done. He's just going to do it. And that was refreshing to me because I do feel like too many times, Cordell, there's coaches that will absolutely try and um, be the smartest guy in the room. Try to be the the, the overthinker, you know, and instead of just doing what the defense is giving you, right? Instead of doing that, you continue to do the opposite. You mentioned the Steelers game about having nine in the box. I'm trying to understand why you and Mark Andrews had a nice amount of catches in that game, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm trying to understand why that wasn't the night to have other guys involved. Why why you weren't getting more passing concepts going on if they were trying to eliminate the run game. It makes no sense to me. They dared you to throw it, and then you didn't do that. And it sounds like Munkin is going to be a guy is. If they try to dare you to throw it, he's going to throw it, you know, um, and and that's the part that I think really was refreshing. Um, do I understand that the backup quarterback situation and Tyler Huntley gives you limited capabilities to do that, but it doesn't matter. You have to try. You still have to try. You have to put your team in the best position to to score. And I just felt like in the past with Greg Roman, he wasn't doing that. So. That's the part that I think is very refreshing is that he believes that there is, should be balance in terms and, and balance in terms of what it is that the defense is going to give you that you need to do. Not necessarily, oh, well, you know, 50 percent, 50 percent. Right. But in situations of if this is their strengths or this is their weakness, we're going to attack those things. But if they still try to give you a, a different look, then we're going to attack that, too. Right. So that was something that was that was refreshing to me. I mean, of course, these are words, but I do feel like if you look at his resume, he's had tendencies to back it up because when he was in Cleveland, they had a, a, a fourteen hundred yard rusher. So it's not like, you know, he was throwing the ball all over the place. He allowed his running back to do the things that he was going to do. And one of the things also that I, I really like that he said, I mean, obviously, he spoke about the culture of the Ravens and that. He felt from a structural standpoint and a, a, a football culture standpoint, the Ravens was the standard for him. But he kept saying good defense. And I think that that's important to, to, to acknowledge because it means that, first of all, we know Georgia is, is, has been stout on defense and has been for quite some time, right? But it means that he knows his role, too. You know what I mean? I know that he's the offensive coordinator. His job is to worry about the offense. But for him to know that he's coming into a situation where his defense is going to have his back means that he understands that, look, I, I got to make sure that my defense is not put in any unfortunate positions by any means necessary. And so that was also something that stood out to me in terms of what he said. Um, I love a guy that used a little vulgarity here and there, use a couple cuss words. That, that's always going to be good with me. 
to me, that is a sign of authenticity. Now, y'all might disagree with me. That's fine. But I always believe that dudes that are passionate or, you know, people, dudes, women, whatever, whoever, that are passionate about what they're saying and, and sprinkle a little cuss word in there every now and again means that they are authentic about what it is that they're talking about. So I ain't even, I don't even know how true that is. That's just how I feel about that, Cordell. <laughs> so I appreciated, you know, the couple times that he used some S-bombs or whatever. But uh, ultimately, I thought that he did say all of the right things. And yes, and like you said, this is this is February. They're supposed to say the right things, right? I mean, wh what coordinator was supposed to say the wrong things? He knew exactly right. what he was supposed to say, when he was supposed to say it. Uh, that being said, it still felt very authentic. It still felt like he meant exactly what he said. And then when you look at what Georgia has going on and what they were doing in their last two national championships, I feel like it backs up everything that he had said in the press conference. No, nah, I, I totally agree. He's a guy that you could tell loves football. He's a guy that you could tell is understands the game. He's a, he's smart, you know, um, and and he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants his offense to look like uh, and. He understood. I mean, one of the things that he said after the press conference, uh, when he, you know, when we were just talking to him as the media, introducing ourselves and stuff, like they've got a great kicker, but he doesn't want to have Justin Tucker out there kicking field goals. And, you know, that's something that I think after this past season really resonated with me because I, I think at a certain point, this Ravens offense was looking like they were playing for field goals at times. And, yeah, they were. You know, because they were. That's I, I why. Yeah, basically, they pretty much were. Um, so I, I think that you're going to get a different looking Ravens offense this year. I think that we're going to see these guys. Number one, spacing is a is a big thing. When you have the scale players that the Ravens have in Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, even Isaiah Likely and Duvernay as well. I mean, you've got guys that can all make plays in the open field. And I think it makes sense to spread the field out as best as you can to make sure that these guys have the space they need to maneuver, to take advantage of their matchups. And mm -hmm. just so many times you watch the Ravens the last couple of years, you just, it was just cluttered. It looked like they were only focusing on certain areas of the field. Mm -hmm. And now the hope is that the entire field will be opened up. And I truly believe right now, at least that if Lamar is on this roster um, next year, I, I think this Ravens offense could be one of the best that we've seen in a while, just because a, it'll be new. And when yeah. you've got an explosive player like Lamar at quarterback, I, I think it, we saw it year one with Greg Roman, you know, he Lamar is so unique that if you don't if, if you're coming with a, a game plan that a that is good but b is also kind of fresh yeah it, it makes him just that much more tougher I, I think to try to stop um and so I, I think that this offense as a whole is was really disappointed with the way that 2022 went for them um and I, I think everybody with this Tom Munkin hire, is going to be a little more rejuvenated. I think some guys may feel like 
They may not have been used properly in the past, and maybe now they'll get opportunities to really showcase um, what they can do. But I'm really excited about the up-tempo because I've been saying for a while the Ravens are are one of the fast, should always be the fastest offense on the field. I mean, Mm -hmm. they have the fastest back in the league. I think the Ravens should be the fastest offense uh, no matter what team they play against. Uh, But uh, between the up-tempo and the spacing, in the pass game and even in the run game as well, um, I, I'm I'm really excited for what I for what Todd Munkin can do for this offense that has struggled. I think the last couple of years. Absolutely, 